Velkommen til Nattevagtens fodboldpodcast. Welcome to the Night Shift Football Podcast, episode 56.1. This week, our welcome was brought to you by Danish According to Google. I say according to Google because I'm not 100% sure on the Danish, but Danish because we had a, a bit of fan mail this week. Old mate Daniel messaged in from Denmark, a former Radelaide man like ourselves, loving the, the love-hate relationship that is, that is Adelaide United. And this week, it was definitely a love relationship because we had a big 2-1 win away to Perth. Tommy's on the other end of the line. How, uh, I'll say surprised, how surprised were you that we got three points away to Perth? Monumentally, I uh, just, where, like, you know, before the game, you think no Clough, no Brook, no Cavallo, uh, no bloody worries, mate. Adelaide just getting the job done out in oh, the West. No. no bloody worries, mate. No bloody worries, mate. Out West, only team to do so uh, this calendar year. So another one, chalk it down. Adelaide United 2022 uh, champions. We're going to win the league. Well, we're not going to win we'll the make, league, but we'll win the, we'll win the toilet seat thing. We'll win, we'll win something. We're not sure. going to win the league. We'll win something. No, we, we could win the grand final. We've got finals. So you, you only need to finish in like the top 40 teams or something in the league to like play finals. And <laughs> then 10 of 12, you'd be all right. Yeah, 10 of 12 and you're in. And then you just, you know, string a couple of results together, you know. Yeah, you just never worry know. about it. You never know, mate. Football's a funny game, you know, you know. <laughs> You never know what could happen on the day. You never know what could happen on the day, mate. So just hang in there. Well, I'll tell you what is happening on the day is that Adelaide United are kicking goals and we're consecutively stringing yeah. victories together. Oh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't matter how many games we've played. We're clear third, baby. You can't take that away from us. We are. And that surprises me. I mean, everyone behind us has bulk games in hand, but. For Don't now, worry about it. Don't worry about it. For now, we're clear third. So up yours, everybody else. <laughs> yeah. we'll sure, it. you'll catch us eventually, but fuck you for now. So we went over to uh, we went over to Perth, missing a few due to the the mandates about having a, your third COVID jab to get into Western. Was it your third? Mm, you need yeah, to have a boosters. booster to get into Western Australia. Like, oh my god, when does it end? We won't get into that. Um, I was a bit worried when I saw the lineup and saw that George Blackwood would be lining up in the midfield with <laughs> oh my god, our favourite Isaias and Juan Day pairing. Juan Day combination. Um, yeah, I, I think it panned out about as well as I thought it would because Blackwood got subbed off for... Was it Mo? Did for Mo. Off for came Mo? off for Mo in the yeah. 57th minute and Blackwood the Best thing he did all game. Not really done a whole lot, yeah. Best, he, he got off the field. He made way for the guy that was going to win it for us. Um, they tried to tell us Blackwood was a 10. He's not a 10. No. No. He's not He's not anything, is he? I don't think so. I don't hate the guy, but, yeah, he's not great. I don't hate him either because his hold-up play is not too bad and his uh, his feet in the box is quite good sometimes as well. And I don't and know he him. Loves... <laughs> you don't, I don't know him. him. It's hard to he's hate a guy you don't know. He just plays for seems... United. Yeah, he just seems like a really normal, placid, average guy. Um, he likes to take a speculative shot, for sure. One of them hits the back of the net every five or ten. Easy. Yes. That's, that's cool when it, when it bangs, but more generally. Oh, my God. Did you see, we'll go slightly off topic, did you see the uh, Johnny Yule goal in the, uh, the MPL on the weekend? I 
did see that goal. What an absolute belter. That is probably the goal of the season, right? You're going to do well to beat that. I mean, it's round three of the MPL, so there's a long it's way early, to go, but yeah, early great crow, goal. Early crow. Why, why the hell would you not just play him right now? If you're going to have Irinkunda, Bernardo, Motore, just put another 16-year-old in there. Who cares? Well, that's um, yeah, that's the chat this week is come the end of the season when we've got we've got a bunch of players on like one year contracts that'll be up. I, I, I guess that's the case every year in the A League, but mm-hmm. just get Johnny Yu in this first team squad, get him some minutes like we're doing with the others, like your Bernardos, your Motures, your Nestor Aaron Kundas. Just get him in as well, especially yep. if we're gonna have guys like Joe Coletti coming on. Um, you know, just give us Johnny Yu. You know what? I feel really comfortable with Joe coming on, especially in the you? game. In this game, I thought it was a really clever sub. I think via again this game, his subs were brilliant. Uh, brilliant's maybe a step too far, but very effective. Um, bringing him and Dorigo on when we're trying to con- you know, con- consolidate a lead is not a terrible idea. Yeah, I get that. They don't just- offer much going forward, but you know you're going to get a guy that's going to be in the face of the midfielders trying to play balls forward. So I still just really feel like you could get, surely you could find just about anyone who can work as hard as Coletti does, <laughs> but can actually pass a ball or something. So <laughs> surely. Potentially, <laughs> potentially, I just, he's obviously got an engine and he, I think he's got a good physique for the A-League. He's a nuggety individual that, um, Sort of gets in on challenges. He's not going to win nothing in the air, but he gets across the field pretty quick and he offers link up play in the final third. I don't mind him. When he comes on, I don't mind it. I wouldn't start him and I wouldn't rely on him to do yeah. anything. But if we're protecting a lead, by all means, put him on. I I think you're lying to yourself, but we'll move on. Um, <laughs> how about our mate up top again? Big Ibasuki. Hero. Oh, man. What, a, what a signing. He has been. Someone posted a good tweet during the week, and it's, it's a low bar for Adelaide United strikers. I know what you're going to say. Go but, on. Go on. Nah, no, finish, go on. No, finish me off, Sam. Finish no, me you, off. D- don't say that. <laughs> Keep going, please. <laughs> it's a low bar for Adelaide United strikers, but he is performing adequately to the point of exceptionally if he continues scoring at this rate. Four goals in nine. Just put the ball on his bloody head, man. He'll score every time. Yeah, get it in there, get it into him, he'll score. Done. It's that simple. Easy game, football. It's a fucking simple game, especially when you've got a six foot five striker and someone with the ability to cross the ball like Craig Goodwin. <laughs> can cross. <laughs> he can cross a football. <laughs> no, he's okay, there's been a lot said about Craig. He hasn't scored recently, he hasn't assisted recently. Uh, Simon Hill referred to it as the commentator's curse, but in reverse, because as soon as he said it, he put it on an absolute platter for Hero. Great run, great goal. Uh, I thought it was funny that the defender was more preoccupied with trying to take Trat out of the game, which actually opened up the channel for Hero to run into. Yep. A belting finish. Yeah, excellent. Um, Just before, when you said said about it being a low bar, (laughs) I thought you were... Going to be talking about how, because um, Ibasuki is like now like tired Dylan McGowan that season where he was like leading goal scorers, like four goals. <laughs> yes. I didn't want to round them out, but you think about it. It's Barber, 
It's Kavusevic. Uh, you know, sadly, it's Guardiola. He obviously could have provided much in more. Fairness, Baba was excellent when he did play. When he did play, he but just Hero, never played. Hero, Hero is playing. Has, yeah, and he's scoring as many goals as Baba did in his whole career. So, what can yep. you refer that to? I just I, four goals and nine is not something that we've had from a striker since Bruschetta and prior to Bruschetta SVD, and that's like three strikers throughout the entire Adelaide United history where you can think back to a striker that scored goals. So. I'm just, I'm yeah. pumped. I'm so excited. If we're discounting all Tommy Urich's penalties, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we can comfortably, given that yeah, he's not we'll getting dis- a MacArthur run. We'll discount it. Um, oh, where do we go to next in this game? What have you got for me? I, mm, it's, just, it's another baffling one. I just, I can't. We played the one day Izzy pivot and... On the outside, I thought, okay, this is actually going to work this game. And yeah, it did because O'Neill and Timmons in the midfield didn't do a lot. And Fitzgerald playing as a shadow striker didn't really jag our defense out at all. I thought Lockie Barr's uh, interactions with Fornaroli throughout the game were great. He threw him off the game completely. Lockie Barr impresses me more and more every time I see him play. Yeah, I don't know if impress is the right word for me, but (laughs) better than what we have, sure. Um, oh, low bar again. Yeah, low bar again. Um, I just wanted to mention as well that that fellow in the midfield for Perth, that Callum Timmons, does a does a real good job of making himself look like a bit of a knob. Mm. Total bellend. I mean, I think we even considered the fact that he may be a racist. But just <laughs> look, can't, can't allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. No, he well, just uh, he. Some of the guys in the Perth crowd are so. Who's just uh, frustrated and having his tantrum? Having at, his tantrum. Yeah, but yeah, there was a there was a few comments yesterday about the one day easy thing, and I think everyone's kind of in the same the same point of view as us, where like uh, having them both there has probably kept us in games, but it's also hindering us going forward in attack. I don't mind it. If we're going to play on the road in Western Australia and you want to line up with two sixes, this is the kind of thing that wins sure. you. This is the kind of thing that wins you a grand final, though. Yeah, as long as George Blackwood's not the ten in there with them, you know. No. Generally, we would have cloth, right? I just I thought one yeah. day actually had a really really good game. His passing was really good. His work rate, uh, as usual. His work rate, yeah. His Defensive aggression, efforts. his leadership. He was really good. Uh, it's, yep. It's funny because he's overshadowing Izzy at the moment, who goes missing for long portions yeah. of games right now. Yeah. We we did a big there was a little while ago there was someone wrote that article that kind of had a stab at Izzy when I thought Izzy was playing really well. Had they written that now, fair enough, because he hasn't been excellent of late. But he's also been out the side a bit. But one day I think has been excellent all season. Um and he was excellent on the weekend. He's struggling to find his place at the moment, Izzy, because I think Izzy would prefer to play the one-day role, but one-day is doing it much better. Uh, Izzy can't play 10. We've seen that. So what are we going to do? Make him play box-to-box six, box-to-box eight? Yeah, it's like, not really, I, just, I don't know. It's not really how we line up. And if we've got Clough and Dorigo and Johnny Yule and Coletti, I don't know. We signed Izzy to a long deal, and it's making me wonder, was that such a great idea? Yeah, there was question marks over that. Happy to have him back for a season or two, but what, what did we give him, three? I think it was three, yeah. 
I can't recall. We could, look, we could look silly here again, having not done our research. I think it was three. <laughs> it's fine. We'll bank this one. Oh, we'll bank it. <laughs> yeah, our integrity. All fifty-six All right. episodes rely on this one stat. <laughs> we'll we'll hear about it in the inboxes. I tell you, they're savage out there, the Adelaide fans. Um, how about <laughs> there was a lot of discussion yesterday about our back line. Um, you know, in the various group chats while the game's going on. And I went in on a big uh, Michael Jakobsen, how much I think he's been great for Adelaide over the years. I still think he is by far and away our best defender. Um, contract up at the end of the year, do we keep him? I said yes. I know he's old, but keep him another year just because that's a lot of experience and a lot of quality there. And then he came on and he, if we'd not got a win out of that game, I would have 100% put all of the blame on him for just a moment of sheer idiocy in the penalty box. I love you, Mickey Jakobsen, but what the hell was that? I can only agree. And you know how tough it is for me to accept penalty decisions, but this was from the outset, you and I both agreed. What the fuck are you doing, man? He went and argued it. And there was people, there was Adelaide fans arguing the toss as well, saying that uh, Pacific was already on the way down. But I don't think yeah. it matters. He just throws his shoulder straight through his back. What are the you ball, doing? Pacific's kind of like overrun the ball as well on its way out. And he just barges in through the back of him like that. It, just, it was really, really strange move from a guy that experienced. We'll blame the mm. heat. Well, yeah, I don't know. I likened it to... <laughs> You know that first moment where an old dog starts shitting inside and you're like, damn it. Like, I love this dog, but if he's going to keep doing stupid shit like this, I'm going to have to get rid of him. Yeah. And that's what like, it feels like. I got home from work today and uh, my aging cat had pissed in the bathroom. And it's like, mate, how long do we persist with you? <laughs> no, the writing's on the wall. Contract's up at the end of the season. Writing's I'm the more wall. than happy to get rid of you. You get a couple burlap sacks. We go off the end of a pier. It'll be fine. Oh, that's you've gone. You just always go too far, don't you? Now we're it's, we're gonna it's get cancelled no, by Peter. Now it's a good thing no lawyers or Peter listen to this. Um, but no, we. I don't. I, are you saying you'd be happy to be rid, get rid of, of him? Jacobson? Yeah, I would. You would. I think. I don't think, I think so at all. I I think there's an opportunity. The woo, and we're gonna get onto the woo later. With Leo Lacroix, there is an opportunity to uh, properly invest in an international centre back that will do a much better job than you anyone think so? we have. Yeah, you think yeah. we could? You I think, think we, we could, could definitely an international CB, and you don't think it's worth keeping Jakobsen just one more year alongside Bar? No, I would. When you of, do of, a, do away with Trap, do away with Ansel. Yep, yep. Uh, Timotheu as well. I would have Timotheu do away with. I would just have bar and start again. <laughs> it's, it's a big, big ask. It's a huge ask, but I I feel like central defensively and at left back is the only places we really need to, um, uh, you know, bolster, strengthen. And so if we just went into an off-season doing that and kept everyone else, I think we would be in a world of is it is it because of the international spot? It could be. I'd rather it, do away with Izzy. Is he Australian now? Well, well, there you go. Yeah, so mm. forgot about I that. Think we, I think we have an international spot free that we're just not using. What have we got? We've got one day 
Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cloth and Ibisuki. Mm. Oh, and Yako. Yeah, there you go. So that's the five. That's, yeah, it's five. They are talking about yeah, bringing in a proper... Know. They're talking about bringing in a proper three plus one, four plus one um, Asian confederation thing, so... If we, were, be the future. if we were Sydney and Jakobsen had spent that long with us, they would have changed the rules by now to let us add another one. Exactly. Because yep. has been here rule. so long, you can, you, know, you can get another one now. Yeah, no drama. Just bring him under the cap. It's easy. Don't worry about it. Just spend $5 million a year. It's okay. Should we talk about Motore? What, his brilliance? Or the fact that Viet doesn't want to start him? Take it away, mate. You go for it. I just what an impact sub he is. Um, 17 years old, lightning quick, technically good, strong, knows where the goal is. And I can understand Viet's persistence with Ibasuki and why you would want to start that guy ahead of Torre. And maybe why you wouldn't want to play them together either, unless you're chasing a game. So I wholeheartedly understand Torre coming off the bench and being an impact sub. It just what a goal. What a phenomenal goal to take the ball from inside your own half into a scoring position and put it in the back of the net. doesn't matter how skanky it looks. That is ingenious finishing. He found the gap between the center back and the goalkeeper and put it in. Yeah, it was excellent. Um, you have to credit the run, the, pos- like the positivity, taking it on. I know... There's a few people mentioning like because Craig was coming in at the back post and he was free, but it wasn't <laughs> at the moment he... where Toure takes it on. There's like Goodwin's not really in there. Goodwin doesn't really arrive properly in there until the ball's kind of over the line and in the net. And yeah. before that, there's a wall of Perth players there. And he's he's caught the keeper off guard by doing it. I don't know. Give him all the credit. Excellent. Definitely. I'm, I'm not sure it's a case of like whether it's him or Ibisuki because well, we saw like uh, Mo came on in like the 57th minute. He came on for Blackwood and Ibisuki stayed out there till, till the 81st. So they were both out there for a good 20 odd minutes together. Um, I think it was a did Bernardo move further inside or I don't he know. He played they, more it, forward, yeah. It seemed to work well. Um, there's definitely a case for having them in there. Carl's obviously very nervous about managing these guys, managing Aaron Kunda, Mo. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like Mo you could be much freer with now. He's been in the system for a few years now and played a fair bit of first-team football. I'd be looking to use him where I can. It's a good call. And there's all sorts of chat of him moving uh, to France to an undisclosed club at the moment. Uh, but I really like his impact from the bench. And Adelaide United have now had seven goals scored from substitutes this season. That's Mo's second in four games off the bench. He just he brings something that is so different and so electric. And it's, you know, you're at 65 minutes, 50 minutes or 60 minutes, whatever this game was. And all of a sudden, you've got to deal with someone that can run, you know, 100 meters over 11 seconds or whatever it is, and it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. He just lit it up. It's a brilliant finish. It, he shouldn't be trying to square that to Goodwin. No, he's a striker. Score the goal, and that's what he did. That's all we've been crying out for. And Adelaide United are now the second top scorers in the league, and somehow we're trying to decry players like Torre who actually get the ball, run forward, and score goals. Why? Why would you do that? This he's amazing. Yeah, mystery to me, absolute mystery to me. He's a gun. 
Um, I still just ah oh, thinking about that time he scored that Riley assist. Oh, his, <laughs> first, goal. his first goal. It's <laughs> like fifteen or whatever. Oh, I've never been so breathless. It's, it really because that's I forget that was like because that was a couple of years ago. So the kid's still still a kid. Like <laughs> it's unreal. Kid's still in school. The like. kid's still a kid. It's unreal. Um, so going forward, we got Newcastle at home this Sunday, and then. Western Sydney at home as well. I believe that's a catch-up game for early in the year. It was mm-hmm. postponed. Um, so we end up playing West Sydney twice in like four days. Home um, and away. Because we play, yeah, Newcastle at home, West Sydney at home midweek, and then away to Western Sydney. Um, and they have found three points that I didn't think they would get because we might as well take this moment to laugh at how bad Sydney are. Isn't it brilliant? I just, I've got one note here. Karaka is throwing away his Socceroos chance. What, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? This is the most resourced, the best resource club in the land. And yep. they're just barely clinging onto the six. Wellington will jump them. They roll least. out. They roll out in a 4-4-2 every week and look cabbage. Oh, it's atrocious football management. What is happening with this club? Yeah, so they went up to oh, the the big uh, what do you call it? That new that stadium in Parramatta, mm. two all, two all, two nil lost to Western <laughs> Sydney. Uh, music to my ears, Sydney losing that. What was brilliant was to see the Bling fans crying, and did they not cry in this game? Contentious penalty decision. They think Ramiz Najarine has absolutely done Donaghy in. Yeah, there's no chance this is not a penalty. The footwork is brilliant, just inside, outside. Donaghy not only sticks a leg out, puts his arm across the body of the attacking forward. Like it's a penalty. Yep. It's, you can't dispute it. It's one of those, um, like say what you like about the penalty call, but Sydney managed one shot on target and two shots off target for the entire game, whereas where Sydney managed six on target, two off target, and three blocked. So. Um, you know, made your bed, Sydney. Lie in that. Have a good sleep. Precisely, and it's they should be doing better, Sydney. I think um, when you talk Absolutely about youth, de- when you talk about youth development, um, you know, for a club with such an impressive academy, regeneration of an aging squad should not be difficult. But you know, instead, that starting eleven on the weekend was average age of thirty-one, and they only had one academy product in the team. Yeah. And what, what do you put that down to? Because they are the best resource club in the land. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that question. I'm just looking at like the names on their on their starting eleven there. And like Barbarusis, you know, getting on now. Alex mm-hmm. Wilkinson definitely getting on. Definitely good. Um Caceres, uh still very much good. Ninkovic player. Ninkovic, definitely. Thirty six um, getting on. You know, he's still oh he's nowhere near what he was. Still good. Um. Yeah, they don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you, but I love seeing it. <laughs> it's just, it's brilliant to revel in, isn't it? Any it kind is. of fucking defeat the Sydney suffer. Um, there was some really salty tweets leveled out by um A League memes on the weekend, like how tough it is for Corica to try and take oh, on man. a side that's lost Bratton and it's lost Bobo, and even though yeah, the fact they brought that's... Bobo back, and <laughs> I'm not buying any of that because yeah, like. Like you just said, they've got Bobo on the bench bringing him on. They've got Mustafa Amini on the bench coming on. Like just because he's injured doesn't matter anything. You still sign the guy. They have they have no excuses, Sydney. Um, 
you know, they're sitting six with what are they? They played the same amount of games as us. They have. Six, We're better and they're than six them. points behind us. So We're better. Yeah, just eat it. Eat it, Sydney. It's it's the difference between a side that has properly invested in a youth academy and actually giving the youth guys a run. We're hungry for it. And I feel like when we bring players off the bench, they are guys that are trying to play to be in the starting 11 next week. Where with Sydney, they're not. They're guys that want to play 20 minutes and that's it. Collect their check, yep. bank out. And when you look at when you look at the teams below them, I think because they've played 16 games, say every team, it can't work out this way, but hypothetically, if all the teams below them won all their games in hand, Sydney would be bottom. So They would be bottom, yeah. He's no precise. Uh, it doesn't work out that way because they will play each it's other, I guess. Mathematically you know? impossible, yeah. Yeah, but let's, let's revel in it anyway. So what we're saying basically is Sydney, your bottom wooden spoon, eat shit. Exactly. And Corica, stay the fuck away from the Socceroos. We don't want you. <laughs> Have you got anything else A-League related you want to talk about? Or are we just going to hang some more crap on Sydney? Or what do you on, got? on the flip side, Here we go. Another, fo- another Fox Sports favourite, and I heard Optus Sports refer to this guy as our man, oh, John Aloisi's Western oh. United. Okay. We've had a lot of chat about how shit the club is, how yep. they have no base. The yep. stadium isn't being built. You know, yep. this whole incursion, another Melbourne team isn't a great idea for the, for the league. But I think it's come to a point now where we, we can't discount the fact that these guys are probably going to win the, the league. They're going to win the shield. The plate, it's a plate, isn't it? They're going to win the Premier's plate. You think so? I think they're probably going to win the plate because City aren't consistent enough. Neither are we. They've now got a game in hand on City too. And they just continue to win. I think it's eight wins in a row or eight unbeaten or they've won seven games, one nil or just yep. just ridiculous stats where they continue to notch up points. You know, beating, was it MacArthur on the weekend? You know, that's a top three team. Uh, was it Newcastle they beat? Oh, Newcastle. Sorry, box yeah. office Newcastle. My bad. Box office. Yeah, box office flops, if anything. Um, the woo and it's it's such a weird it's just so weird do you attribute it to Aloisi because he has uh, the pension collecting Kilkenny in midfield the unproven Lockie Wales and the absolute Nagini of snakes Steve Lustica are up top <laughs> Nagini they've, on, they've only scored 19 goals this season which is pales in comparison to Adelaide United to Man City who are the top scorers in the league even Victory Sydney these guys have scored more goals they are a defensive unit. They're probably everything that A-League shouldn't aspire to be. And yet here they are, keeping teams out. The centre-backs are scoring doubles and they're top of the league. Yeah, they are. They've assembled a good side. I just can't get around the whole idea, like the whole project the club, of it. The I coach, just can't yeah. do it. I can't, you know, Joan Aloisi has kind of, he was bound to win one eventually, wasn't he? You know, you get enough goes. God. Give it every opportunity. Um, I've I've spoken extensively on here and ranted plenty about the club itself. Um, but like you said, you've covered it already. The, they've got the team happening. They're getting results. They've got the players. Uh, they probably are going to win the league. And we'll just see what happens in finals. But yeah, I'm really torn here between, you know, if we get into finals, if it's not going to be Adelaide, who would you rather it be? Oh, and it's like it's a terrible question. Would you like? Would you rather it be like an established Melbourne victory or Melbourne City, or would you rather a team like West United or Macarthur to win it? 
No, I don't want any of them to win it. I'd rather I like the Mariners or Brisbane or Newcastle. Wellington. That's who I want. Wellington. Wellington. Yeah. Literally nobody in the top six right now. I do not want to win it. Except Adelaide. Other than Adelaide. <laughs> I just, you're right. That's a really good point to raise. MacArthur, no. Who gives a fuck? They're not a good team. They're managed by a dickhead. They don't, they're obviously got the wood over Adelaide, but they're not consistent enough. They lost a victory on the weekend. They're not a great side. It just, it looks yeah. like the most consistent team is going to be Western United. And that means they're the best team. So we should just bestow them the honor of the best team. See, I always um, do this gymnastics in my head where <laughs> I think um, City, like as much as I love City Football Group going down, like Melbourne City winning it wouldn't upset me a whole heap because it's like a, you know, congratulations. So you should. You're meant to. It's expected. You're yeah. meant to win it. Your City Football Group, you know, you're meant to do it. If Sydney were to come through somehow and win it, you're like, well, so you should. You're Sydney. You're meant to. Um, but that's just me being a sourpuss. Maybe. Maybe. There are elements to the league there where, yeah, we do feel like certain teams should perform. Above other sides. I don't think I could deal with Western United winning it and then we'd no doubt be hearing all the oh, bullshit yeah. like about Louise. Oh, just not even that. Like credit if he wins it, credit to him. Good on him. But all the other like, oh, what a story it is for them, you know, they got no home ground. Oh like this oh, it's, it's just all bullshit. It is bullshit they're, because them and their they twelve do. supporters can enjoy the freaking after party. They obviously do have a home ground because they can base themselves out of any established Melbourne venue in Victoria. So, what, like, they're not disadvantaged yeah. by any way. They're not like the Mariners where the Mariners can't play somewhere and then they have to find somewhere in Sydney or they have to find somewhere down the coast to play. Or similarly, Brisbane, who if they can't play at Suncorp, they have to go and find, uh, is it Redcliffe or what? No, um, not Redcliffe. That's in Sydney. Uh, Calgary or whatever it is. Who are you talking about? Well, maybe it is Redcliffe. Brisbane. Brisbane. Redcliffe. Redcliffe, yeah. So they've got to try and find Redcliffe or they've got to try and find another yeah. Ipswich Leagues club, like whatever. For Western United, though, they do have the ever-present Leo LaCroix, who is probably the best centre-back in the league and I think could be the first centre-back or defender at all to win the Johnny Warren medal this season. Or oh, you reckon? I reckon. If, if the Wu If the Wu win the league, and they win it. They've only conceded 12 goals this season, um, which is incredible taking, really, when you think about the A-League and they've played 15. I reckon he could. And I think his main contest at the moment is with Berenguer. And I yep. can't see anybody outside of those two that could win it at the moment. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I rate Berenguer pretty highly. Uh, Florin, he's, bit, he's good to watch. Um, he's been great. Yeah, interesting. I just don't, I don't know how I don't know if I see centre backs getting the votes in those kind of things, but it'd be it'd be good to see a centre back win an award like that. It would be. I'd love to see the recognition of a defensive player getting up, but it's in the same vein where we're complaining about how John Aloisi sets up and it's a defensive lineup and they try not to concede and you're on the weekend and your centre back scoring two goals and that's it. Like Previch has got five goals this season. Like we said. Dylan Pereira is not a great player. Lockie Wales is not a great player. Going forward, Lustica, chick hunt. Like, going forward, they're not great. C-bombs. Yes. Well, it's Lustica. I can't not. Absolute dog of a human being. 
Well, that's more than enough time I think Western United deserve ever from us. I had that, so. ri- I had that written down as Western United pump up, and I think I've actually denigrated them more than I've pumped them up. No, you did a good pump up early on, so you 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 know you talked to Mark. Last month. Yeah. Last month. Um, I got nothing but bad shit to say about him, so we'll just leave it there. I think <laughs> that's probably enough for this week. There's plenty of A League rap. Uh, we we don't really go through all the games. We're mainly here for Adelaide, so whatever. Get around us. Um, enjoy your week. Hopefully, we get a few big wins coming up. Yep, lots of Adelaide action. See you all there.